Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another Wolf Mentality Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. I am super excited about this podcast today because this is number one is actually uh, episode 60. Um, This is the 60th episode that I have recorded for the Wolf Mentality Podcast. Um, We're over, I think, 800 downloads that you can be listening to this. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast right now, you're going to be on Spotify, but everybody that's tuning in to the Instagram, uh, to the TikTok, um, you can find this podcast on Spotify. So just search Wolf Mentality Podcast, um, and it is going to be right on there. And today and going into June, I'm going to be bringing a lot of value and consistency surrounding muscle building. A lot of stuff about building muscle. Um, Also from nutritional aspects, it's going to be just surrounding a lot of stuff about dropping body fat, like dropping that stubborn body fat, that fat that just doesn't seem to come off. You're super frustrated with it. Um, And then what we need to do every single day from a mindset perspective, perspective, because you can have the training plan perfectly on paper. You can have the nutritional plan perfectly on paper, but if you're mindset isn't following, it's going to go absolutely nowhere. So today's episode, we're going to be diving into the three things I wish I knew when I first started lifting weights. Okay. Um, as I was writing out these, I started laughing because it's just super crazy on, uh, how far I've come. I've been training for now almost eight years. Um, I am a professional men's physique competitor, both in the OCB and IPE actually just got my pro card as a men's physique competitor um, in April. No, March. It was in March, I believe, uh, down in North Carolina. So when it comes to building um, and, and also maintaining and dropping fat so you can start getting super lean for summer and just overall feeling absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm very confident that I'm, I'm a guy that that has been through the trenches, you know, um, not only am I a, a full-time coach online, but I've been, I've been in the trenches. Like I know what it's like to go through different training splits. I know what it's like to do different um, rep sets, schemes, frequency, intensity, and uh, I'm just super excited to bring some value. So we're going to dive in today um, to the first um, no-no that I learned when I, I wish I knew. So when I first started lifting, I always thought more was better. And sometimes more is better. Sometimes it is. But my thought process was training two hours at a time, uh, six days a week. Okay. So like typically I would go in, I would train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was, I did push, pull legs, push, pull legs. And my only rest day was on Sunday. That was my rest day. Um, I would train when I was fatigued. I was trained when I was depleted. I I would train when I probably should have actually taken a rest day and actually recovered and actually replenished my glycogen storages. I wasn't tracking macros, so I didn't know what a refeed day was, which I'll be doing a podcast on what like refeed days are, um, which is a typically a higher carbohydrate day, especially during a dieting phase. Um, I didn't know that um, I, I, I didn't have to train two hours, two, two and a half hours. I would train. Um, I had to train for two hours. Like it was a non-negotiable. I thought that was the best thing possible. Now, if you are listening to this right now and you are a men's physique competitor, a professional bodybuilder, sometimes your workouts will be an hour and a half to two hours. Um, when I was in contest prep, like deep in contest prep, I was doing about 
90 minutes of hypertrophy training, right? Keeping that intensity high while I was dropping body fat to get ready for the stage, right? You've got to have that intensity, right? Every single day. But what I was also doing was cardio. I was doing five um, to, you know, I was doing cardio every single week, which was maybe 25 to 35 minutes, um, which added on to about two hours. So those are like the non-negotiables that will happen during a dieting phase. Like you might find yourself in the gym for that two hours. It, it just happens. Like you have to be realistic, but when you are in the off season, which I am now in the off season, my workouts are going to be around 60 to, to 75 minutes. And I do truly believe that is your sweet spot if you're listening, cause I'll get people coming in for coaching and say like, I lift for, you know, two hours long. And I always go, well, let's look at your training split. And lots of times this training split just has so many exercises. It has too much volume it has too much frequency. And lots of times these individuals are coming to me, including myself in the past, you're not recovering, you know, you're training legs, um, on Wednesday and you're training really close to failure. And then you're supposed to train legs again on Saturday and your, your diet's off. You're, you're training like two hours long. You have seven, eight, nine exercises in the mesocycle and you're coming in on, um, on Saturday and you're not even able to hit like a really hard top set. And so those are those little things that you have to really be real with yourself. Like, do I really need to be training six days a week? And do I really need to be training, um, two hours at a time? And the real, the answer is no, you don't. And there's, there are a lot of good research out there. And I always go, how is your effort? How is your effort in the gym? Today, I trained super hard. I trained legs. Mondays are for leg days. Let's go. Drop some fire emojis. If you train legs today on Monday, let's go. Um, and I was there for about 75 minutes and I put in the work. I truly put in the work for that 75 minutes. It wasn't two hours, but in the past, I would put in two hours. And lots of times when you're going past that time, you're going to start having a lot of junk volume. You're, you're just not going to have good quality sets. You're not going to have good quality reps. You're going to find yourself really starting to have mindless reps. And when I, when I talk about mindless reps is it's going to be those last couple exercises where you're moving the weight, say it's a leg press. Um, but those last couple reps are just junky. You're starting to, um, roll off the pad. You're starting to not activate your quads properly. You're not doing um, full range of motion. When you're getting to that, say designated rep range, say it's eight to 10 reps, that is your goal. You're getting to eight to 10, but you still have five, six, seven more reps in the tank, which we all know is not effective. You need to be rel relatively close to failure or to failure to see maximum muscle growth. And so it's really important. And this is something that I saw in myself was when I was training these long two hour days, I was not training with intensity. I was doing so many different exercises and I wasn't really focusing on the three or four exercises and really actually pushing myself. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're listening to the live stream on Instagram, you're listening to the live stream on TikTok. I want you to ask yourself, like, how hard am I actually pushing? Do you know, if I feel like I need to be in the gym for two hours, two plus hours, what are my sets actually looking like? Am I really taking these sets to all out? Am I actually really pushing myself and my body to that next level? And so this is something that's really important that you're asking yourself on a day-to-day -day basis, because let me tell you something. 
if you shaved your time down from two hours and you train anywhere between 60 to 75 minutes, say you're training legs and you're training, you know, three to four really hard leg movements, you're taking your last two to three sets close to or to failure. That's all you need. That is all you need. And, and if you think you need more, then take a step back and actually think, record yourself. If you don't have a coach, if you're training yourself or you do have a training partner, record yourself. I do this so many times. I record myself while I'm doing movements and I see, hey, how close was I to failure? This is a great way to measure your intensity because there's a lot of times that your brain is always going to tell you to stop before your actual muscles say stop. It, it always happens like that. It, your, your brain will always tell you, oh, you should stop. It hurts. It hurts. But it's always going to be um, that. It, and it always will be. And when you can tap into that true potential, that's where those results are going to come. Okay. So that's number one, training two hours at a time, six days a week. Okay. Shave that down ideally four to five times a week. I'm not going to be going into different training splits, but ideally four to five times a week. Um, and you should be training anywhere between like 60 to 75 minutes. I really feel that that is the best, most important sweet spot right there for maximum effort. Again, maximum effort. It doesn't matter about the time. It's the maximum effort. All right. Okay. Number two, skipping out on real food for mass gainers. Okay. This is a huge one. This is a huge one. Like when I first started really building muscle, if you go to my Instagram right now and you see a picture of Isaiah at 130, 140 scrawny little guy, I was so scrawny. I was so scrawny. And when I first started shifting into like learning how to eat food, I didn't know about protein. I didn't know about carbohydrates. I didn't know about uh, fats. All I knew was I was supposed to eat food, but what was happening was I was starting to YouTube stuff or I started following the influencers and they'd go, yo, Hey man, you need, you know, you need to, you need the mass gainer. Like you, you trying to gain weight fast. You need the mass gainers. Well, guess what happened? Guess what happened? When I started doing the mass gainers, when I truly started uh, shifting into like, Hey, I need the protein powders. I need to make sure I'm doing like three or four scoops of this masking. And guess what happened? My stomach went in the gutter. My gut microbiome was not happy. I was having really bad digestive issues. I was not able to hit my four or five meals of protein because I would have this mass gainer before bed. I would wake up the next morning and my stomach, I, I was so sick to my stomach. But again, I, I didn't know. And this is something that when I do coach a lot of newer individuals that are trying to put on muscle. And again, the first thing goes, hey, can I just start doing shakes? I don't think shakes are bad. OK, I don't think shakes are bad, but it comes down to like what's in the shake. If you're doing, you know, two scoops of whey, like filtered whey. If you're doing two scoops of whey isolate, you're doing like a cup of oatmeal or some form of, of carb powder, like um, cichlid dextrin, um, you're doing blueberries, raspberries, spinach, kale, that's a good shake. All right. That's what I recommend. But again, some of these crazy powders that are like mass gainers, you, you're going to find yourself pretty sick to your stomach and it's, it's chalky and it's gross. And you're going to be missing out on all the other benefits that you're going to be getting from say you're mixing that, that big shake with, with fruit, things of that nature. Like right now I'm about 33 to 3,400 calories. I have 240, 240 protein, 380 carbohydrates, and I'm at 
uh, 85 fat right now. Actually just went up a little bit. My refeed days are on Sundays. I'm not going to be talking about too much about, um, uh, refeeds pop one big dog. <laughs> I got a lot of people jumping in here. That's funny on TikTok. Um, but right now I'm, I'm really comfortable. I don't need a shake yet. Once I get probably closer to the 3,500 to the 3,600 calorie mark, I might need to be doing a shake. But if you're listening to this right now and you're trying to truly put on good muscle mass, skip the mass gainers. I want you to be focusing on real food that is not only going to help build muscle and, and create that leucine effect to help muscle protein synthesis, but you are also getting all the other nutrients. Okay. One of the most important things that you need to focus on is not just building muscle, but building your immune system. I'm going to say that one more time. You should not just be focused on building muscle, but you be fo- should be focusing on building the immune system. And when I talk about that is if you are putting yourself into these crappy shakes and powders and blah, 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 how is that going to f- affect your gut microbiome? How is that going to be affecting your gut? Yeah, you might be consuming some of this stuff, but are you actually absorbing it? And that's a whole different topic. Like, are you actually absorbing the foods that you're eating? Okay, so for me in the past, I didn't know. I started learning, right? I started doing my research. I started, I, you know, I hired a coach. I hired so- several coaches until I found the right coach for me. Um, and then I started seeing more results from eating the real foods. Okay. All right. Number three, number three, number three, number three is not, I wasn't focusing on sleep and recovery the way I should have. This one is so big. This one is so big because you are all out here trying to focus on getting bigger, building muscle, dropping body fat, you know, dropping that stubborn body fat, like that last little inch of fat that you have. And you're like, yo, what, why can't I drop this? Like, why, why can't I see more progress in the gym? I feel like I'm, I'm really struggling with my mindset and I feel like I just can't get to the next level. How are you sleeping? How are you recovering? Goes back to number one. If you're training six, seven times a week and you're training two hours a day, how are you recovering? How is your body actually recovering? Um, this is something that I talk about. I'm so a huge advocate on is making sure that you're getting ideally seven to nine hours of sleep. I get it. I get it though. Some of you can't, you know, some of you are like seven hours of sleep. I say, I can barely get five. I can barely get four. Well, then you need to take a moment and step back and go manage your expectations. If you're truly trying to build muscle and you're getting four to five hours of sleep, good luck trying to get ready for summer and drop that body fat. Good luck. It's going to be really hard. And let me explain. If you are sleeping four to five hours a night and you're not getting REM sleep, deep sleep, REM sleep is that rapid eye um, movement, rapid eye movement, right? We have these different stages. I talk a lot about this in depth with a lot of my online coach coaching clients. Um, but if you are not getting that restoration sleep, that recovery sleep where um, you're recovering muscle tissue from your hard sets. You're not replenishing glycogen storages and your body isn't absorbing food correctly while you're sleeping. You're waking up with very high cortisol levels right through the roof. Cortisol is a stress hormone. Again, it's not all bad. And, and it's also good. Like without cortisol, like if a bear was chasing you and you would just stand there, right? We need cortisol for a lot of different um, actions in the body, a lot of processes in the body. But if you were truly trying to get building muscle. Like for me, when I was younger, if I was staying up late for my young guys in the twenties, young ladies that are in the twenties, you're out 
out late and you're going to sleep at midnight, one o'clock, and you're waking up at four or five in the morning, it is going to be very, very challenging to see yourself build lean quality muscle. And it comes down to managing expectations. That's it. That's it. It comes down to managing expectations. If you are expecting results with four or five hours of sleep, don't get frustrated. Don't. Take time, be in that quality sleep because when you do get that six, seven, eight, nine hours of sleep and you have a longer time in that REM, deep quality sleep, and your body's actually restoring itself, it's restoring and you're waking up feeling fresh and excited and you're ready. I I see this a lot with a lot of my clients is their motivation drops And the progressions drop every time they have bad sleep. And why is that? Well, sleep makes, it plays a huge role in cognitive functioning. If you have poor sleep and you have what bad blood flow to your brain, there are areas of your brain that gets shut off. Your amygdala where fear and worry and and stress can happen. If that amygdala part of the brain gets so super activated and you're just constantly in this fight or flight, of course, you're not going to have good recovery. But if you're really focused, good sleep, good blood flow to the prefrontal cortex where mood and memory is, you're going to get better quality training, thought process, more motivation. Everything is going to start building positive momentum. So when I was younger and I was staying up too late and I wasn't getting home on time, and I was trying to train in the mornings. I just kept, I kept thinking I was, I was, I was just going back and forth. My progressions were up and down, up and down. And unfortunately, I never quit because I still loved, I loved it. But there's a lot of people that's where the quitting mindset starts to kick in because they are setting unrealistic expectations with poor sleep. So get your sleep period. (laughs) So again, three things. That was good. That was good. I'm so fired up right now. Number one, training two hours at a time, uh, six days a week. You don't need it. You don't need it. Number two, skipping out of skipping out on real food for mass gainers. Again, skip out of it, man. You don't need that stuff. Ladies and gents. Nope. And number three, um, not focusing on sleep and recovery the way I should have. And also touching on that with recovery, um, probably one of the most important things that you could be doing for recovery is going for walks. Like no joke. I truly believe like that one of the secrets to dropping body fat is going for walks and being in a meditative state. Like if you are truly in a meditative state and you are in that rest and digest that parasympathetic state, that parasympathetic nervous system, you are going to be just super chill. Um, and there's going to be so many, so many benefits that are going to happen from a mindset standpoint, um, absorption standpoint, training standpoint, and just overall lifestyle standpoint straight up. So I hope these tips really benefited all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the um, Wolf Mentality podcast today. If you found value into today's podcast, please screenshot it, share it to your favorite social media page. Tag me in it at Isaiah Bowick. Again, I'm going to be doing a podcast showing up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We are going to be bringing a lot of value here in the next couple of weeks. So bring your questions And I will hopefully be able to answer a lot of them. So again, have the best day of your life and we will talk soon.